This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 84. And I am sure this week after last week's mistake. Anyway, in today's show, I speak to Dan the Man about Easter because today is Easter Monday. So it's quite easy to think of a topic for once. Anyway, all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com. If you want the transcript, that is now part of the members area. If you want to be part of the members area, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash full volume. Anyway, here is the show, so happy listening. Dan the Man, how are you today? I'm very well, how are you? Always fantastic, Dan. Have you made any mistakes in the last week? <sighs> Too many to mention, I'd imagine. And you? Uh, yes, I made another quite big one, actually. At the start of the last episode, when I recorded it, I said it was episode 82. It was actually episode 83. That's a real amateur mistake. That's a mistake I would never make. Sure, Dan, sure. It was because the website wasn't working and I couldn't check. But as we said, let's embrace the mistakes which we had last week. Let's accept them. So this is obviously episode 84 now, Dan, the year we were born. Oh, yeah, it's a big year. Oh, yeah, the best year. Just ask George Orwell. Have you read any George Orwell? <laughs> I have actually read that book, 1984. I thought it was shit, but never mind. It's a bit of a slog, isn't it? It is a bit of a slog. Nice rock and roll vocabulary there. A slog means like hard work, and you're right, it was hard work. Anyway, Dan, how do we start the show? Uh, with a review. And do you think we have a review? Yes. Correct. We also had this last week. I just hadn't seen it. No, it's there. Past perfect, Dan. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll grammar, baby. Anyway, this is from Sarah Lou, who had commented before on the iTunes reviews, I think, but she has left a Facebook review. Remember, people, Facebook reviews are now a thing, okay? And like the page as well. Oh, yeah, baby. Speaking of liking the page, I wanted to mention this after. I noticed recently, Dan, that you haven't liked the page. This is unbelievable. I thought that myself, actually, because I saw you had invited me to, to like it. And I thought that must be a mistake. Well, I was looking through and it said invite friends to like the page. Obviously, friends that haven't liked the page. I saw your name and I thought, what the fuck is going on? Dan hasn't even liked this page. I invited you. And you didn't accept it. I will like the page and everyone should like the page. That's what I'd say. Um, so then I even did some more research into this and I checked Dan's likes to see, you know, it's impossible. There must be a mistake. He hasn't liked Rock and Roll English, but he has liked Pizza Express. <laughs> Is that true? That's true. So thanks, Dan. You're supporting Pizza Express, but you're not supporting our podcast. Thanks a lot. I will like it today. Oh, thank you very much. Only a year down the line. So when I say that a year down the line, I mean a year into the podcast. Anyway, let's get back to Sarah Lou's um, review. It says, Rock and Roll English is a great podcast, a combination of useful English content and a lot of fun. I listen to every episode commuting. Martin and Dan are funny. Martin first. Well done, Sarah Lou. 
The way they belittle each other always puts a smile on my face. If you love English and want to have fun learning, this is the podcast for you. It's one of a kind. Boom shakalaka. Oh yeah, baby. Thanks a lot for that, Sarah Lou. Remember everyone else to leave reviews on Facebook and to like the page. Hey, Dan. Yeah, yeah. And I will as well. Oh, thank you very much. Anyway, Dan, do you know what today... Do you know what today's show is about? Nope. Well, I did just tell you about five minutes ago, but you've already forgotten. Did you? Yeah, I did. What day is today? Well, the day people are listening to this. Monday. Any special Monday? No. <laughs> Easter Monday, Dan. <laughs> oh, okay? yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also useful for people because many people don't know how to say that in English. The Monday after Easter is called Easter Monday. So I thought we could talk about Easter, Dan, because, you know, the real meaning of Easter gets lost now with all these bunnies and these chocolate eggs. So I thought we could look at the real story, Dan. Oh, I can't wait. Well, I can feel your enthusiasm. Your enthusiasm is infectious, which is another nice little term for people. I thought these stories had ended when I left school. I thought that would be the end of it. Oh, no, Dan, because Dan and I went to a Catholic school, so we know Easter pretty well, don't we, Dan? Mm, too well. Oh, yeah, baby. That's why I had to do research, because I couldn't remember the story. Anyway, so about 2,000 years ago, there was Jesus, a guy called Jesus. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, I've heard rumours. <laughs> well, let's look into it in a bit more detail. So when I say there, look into it, means like research it, let's say. So him and his pals... So his friends were in Jerusalem preparing for the Passover celebrations, okay? Mm -hmm. So they thought, you know, this is going to be a mega party, but it didn't turn out like that. What does it mean, turn out like that, Dan? It didn't finish like that. Yeah, it means it didn't go as was expected. Anyway, there were some chief priests and some other Jewish officials that wanted to kill Jesus, which I thought was a bit risky from the priests, no? Because if there's a guy saying, I'm the son of God, and then you kill him, oh, yeah, it's not... Yeah, I wonder what would happen now if I said I was the son of God. <laughs> I promise you, Dan, I wouldn't try and yeah. kill you, okay? Yeah. And, and uh, just to clarify, I'm not saying I am the son of God, <laughs> just in case anyone takes offence from that. I don't think anyone takes offence. I think more people just find it hilarious that you're comparing yourself to the son of I'm God. Not, well, make your own decisions, you know. <laughs> free world, free yeah. world. Um, anyway, so there was a guy called Judas, okay? And everyone knows about Judas, don't they, Dan? You remind me of Judas a little. <laughs> so Jews, uh, I was getting confused with Judas and Jesus. They both begin with a J, it's difficult. So Judas is the one um, that betrayed Jesus um, and he was one of the 12 disciples and immediately I thought how did Jesus get disciples what exactly is a disciple it's a follower isn't it well I don't know so does that mean all of the people that follow rock and roll English are disciples oh my god we're, we're treading on dangerous ground here <laughs> So he says that we're treading on dangerous ground. It's like we're moving into dangerous territory. Well, Dan, this is rock and roll English, okay? Danger is our middle name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, so Judas went to the police and stuff and said, how much will you give me if I betray Jesus? They said 30 coins, 30 silver coins. Doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Yeah, well, what was the 
inflation like? What's the exchange rate like? Oh, I don't know the exchange rate. I don't know if we can exchange now like pounds or euros for these silver coins. Maybe we should uh, look into it. Again, same phrasal verb, do some research. Yeah. Well, the bloody pounds shot down now, hasn't it? So if something shoots down, it decreases fast after Brexit. Fucking hell. Disgusting. Terrible. Um, anyway, I was thinking, Dan, how much would you need to betray me? More than 30 silver coins? Well, I'm a man of honour, so I probably wouldn't betray you. Probably. Probably is the key word there. Probably, yeah. But if I did, I wouldn't need any money. <laughs> nice conditional there, Dan. Do you know what conditional you just used? It's a third. Second, okay. You said, if I did, I wouldn't need any money. Nice to know you would do it for free. You? I would never betray you, Dan, okay? I am a real man of honour. No, probably, no, if I did, okay? I'm strong, okay? I'm a disciple, okay? A disciple of who? I don't know. Of God, I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, Anyway, because it was this party thing, the Passover, the disciples asked Jesus where the meal would be. And Jesus said, my time has come. What does it mean if you say my time has come? My time has finished. Yeah, like time on earth means you're going to die. And I was thinking if someone knows they're going to die, they're probably not that fussed about where they're eating, are they? I think you would still find a way to moan. Um, some nice rock and roll vocabulary there, though, when I said wouldn't be fussed, wouldn't be bothered, wouldn't be interested. And Dan said I'd find a way to moan, which would be a way to complain. Um, I don't know if I would have much of an appetite, though, if I knew my time was coming. OK, so say you did know, what would you choose for your final meal? Good question, Dan. That's a first conditional, isn't it? Second conditional, Dan, because we're talking about hypothetical. If it's hypothetical, it's second conditional, okay? If it's hypothetical in the present. Okay. Anyway, I would choose spaghetti with clams, okay? I'll tell you what, times have changed, haven't they? I remember when you were younger and you had one meal. Yeah, there's no need to bring this up, Dan, which means there's no need to talk about this. So let's move on. Um, So they went... Somewhere for the meal. Maybe to Pizza Express, Dan, like you like. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Get some good deals there. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then he did the thing with the bread when he broke the bread and said, this is my body. I can't remember the exact words, but I have heard them a million times because I was an altar boy. What's an altar boy, Dan? Someone who helps the priest. Yeah, like the little children that carry the candles and stuff, ring the bells. That was me. Were you an altar boy, Dan? No, no, no. But um, have you got any? Oh, have you have you any horrible stories to tell us? <laughs> no, it was quite fun actually. It was more fun being involved than sitting watching. That's me, Dan. I always like to be involved in the action. When you're just sitting in church, it can be quite boring. I was on the stage, okay, performing, holding that candle. <laughs> I think the priest said no one had ever held the candle so well in the history of like church. At, at this point, I need to ask: Was the candle? An actual candle. Oh. oh, it was a real candle, boy. I risked getting burnt every time I went on stage. But that's the kind of guy I am, Dan. I take mm. risks. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they sat down for dinner. And then Jesus said, one of you will betray me today. Which puts a bit of a downer on the meal immediately, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
what does it mean to put a downer on the meal? Well, not on a meal, just put a downer on anything. It just brings the atmosphere down. Yeah, put a downer on whatever, on the night out, whatever you want. Um, and then after he said this, apparently Judas slipped out of the room. So what does it mean if you slip out of the room? It means when you leave the room quietly without anyone noticing. But he kind yeah. of gives himself away there, doesn't he? Well, that's exactly what I thought, Dan. Nice rock and roll vocabulary again there. He gives himself away. He makes it obvious it's him. If someone says, someone's going to betray me, and then someone gets up and leaves, <laughs> it's not too difficult to understand who will betray him. But, you know, never mind. Yeah. How did he know someone was going to betray him? Well, he's Jesus, Dan. He knows everything. Um, anyway, they had the meal. I don't know what it was. If it was spaghetti and clams or a pizza, I don't know. Anyway, after they finished, they um, sang a hymn. Um, so hymns are like the songs you sing in church. Do you ever sing hymns after eating, Dan? No. <laughs> Do you? Uh, no, but what's your favourite hymn, Dan? Well, when I was younger, I used to say my favourite hymn was Faith by George Michael because he has the organs at the start. <laughs> That is absolutely brilliant. So good. Let's have a listen now, Dan. I must say, I have never sung that in church, though, Dan. No, I presume you have a favourite hymn, though. Oh, yeah. The one that goes, Gloria, Gloria, in excelsis Deo. I can't really remember the Latin bit, but it's something like that. Fucking hell, I didn't know you'd remember that. Oh, yeah, it's mega, Dan. Everyone gets well involved. Yeah, the, the, we, had, we had a good one at school, um, Autumn Days. I can't remember. We actually did hymn practice when we were in primary school, me and Dan, which was, you know, a right laugh, wasn't it? Well, it paid off because you uh, you can still remember. Well, exactly. So when he says it paid off, it means it was worth it. So there was value in doing it because, yeah, I remember one hymn out of about 100. So definitely, Dan. Um, anyway, they finished dinner and then Jesus then said, all of you will run away and leave me. So again, Putting a bit of downer on this. It was supposed to be a celebration at the beginning, wasn't it? Good bunch of friends there. Well, exactly, yeah. I, I might do that if I ever get people to my birthday. <laughs> exactly. That's the type of thing I can actually imagine you saying. Anyway, so they sort of left him and then he got nicked. What does it mean if you get nicked, Dan? Uh, he got arrested. Yeah, exactly. And then the policeman, let's call him took Jesus and another prisoner because apparently at this time it was normal to get two people and ask the public if they wanted to save one of the people. I thought, what kind of justice system is that? Yeah, yeah. What was his name? It was Barbarus or something, wasn't it? Baracus. Exactly. Uh, Barbarus, I don't know. Anyway, he was hoping they would pick him, but they instead chose Jesus, which I thought is a valuable lesson. Do not ask the public for their opinion. Okay, Brexit is a perfect example. Especially when it comes to executions. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just don't ask the public. Maybe get someone else to decide 
oh god but as I said we've learnt from jesus and brexit now that asking the public is not a good idea correct um and apparently before they crucified him they asked him if he wanted some cheap wine to help with the pain what is the cheap wine going to do no i'll have the good stuff please yeah exactly and you would have to drink so much of that to stop you'd have to literally down about three bottles what does it mean to down a bottle of wine dan it means when you drink it very very quickly yeah you can down anything you can down vodka if you want not recommended though okay Mm -hmm. um but he decided not to do that and i agree with him because when i was younger there was a shop near me that did two bottles of wine for five pounds which i often used to drink before i went out and it was absolutely disgusting so jesus you know made a good decision there Mm -hmm. i don't know if it was the same shop that was selling the wine i don't know i don't want to get involved okay yeah okay you finished two bottles of wine well we would normally buy it between us one bottle each before we went out what a chav (laughs) so chav is like a young hooligan um is quite a common word, actually. A very new word. Hey, Dan. Well, it's about 20 years old. No, it's not. It's about 2004, I think it came out, if you're asking. <laughs> I think it came up before that, but okay. Definitely didn't. Um, and then he was basically crucified, put in the tomb, which is obviously not very nice. Notice that I said tomb, though. It's got a silent B, that word, Dan. Did you know that? Of course I knew that. <laughs> Sure. Do you know any other words with a silent B? Um, no. What about debt, Dan, hey? Yeah, good point. Yeah, this is a lesson for everyone. Every day is a school day, Dan, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he resurrected. Mary Magdalene went to see him. She was crying, and then Jesus basically said, surprise, came out and, you know, resurrected. And then went again, didn't he? So... Yeah, then he went again. This is where the story gets a bit fuzzy. What does it mean, gets a bit fuzzy, Dan? Unclear. Yeah, exactly. You can even say my memory is fuzzy after you go out drinking, for example, because I don't really know when he went back to heaven. But it says here something like 40 days after he went back to heaven and then the disciples went back to Jerusalem. No mention of Judas, though, here. I don't know where he went. He probably got himself a nice apartment. Well... With those 30 silver coins, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then these flames came on the disciples' shoulders, which would scare me a little bit if just flames like fire was on my shoulder. But apparently that was the Holy Spirit, Dan. Mm -hmm. Talking in tongues. Well, that's it. Because after this, apparently, they could understand everyone from all different countries. Um, And people thought they were drunk. And then Peter said, apparently... How can we be drunk? It's nine o'clock in the morning. You can be drunk at nine, mate, I tell you. Oh, yeah. Peter, you can be drunk at nine. Don't worry about that, my friend. Um, so, yeah, they could speak to people in all of these different languages to spread the word of God. So that's the secret to learning languages, Dan, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and get pissed. Well, yeah, exactly. Even at nine o'clock in the morning, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we have it, Dan. There is the story of Easter. What do you think? That was actually quite interesting. Well, there you go. And now, obviously, a great representation of that story is like Easter bunnies and chocolate eggs, hey? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't even like chocolate. I I, I don't like Easter, to be honest. <laughs> Do you like anything, Dan? I like Christmas. 
You used to hate Christmas. I remember you telling me. That's not true. That is definitely true. Anyway, do you know why rabbits and eggs are used? Well, it's spring, isn't it? Well, eggs, it says, is a representation of life, which makes sense. But rabbits, I sort of thought, hmm, does that make sense? Well, I think you probably eat rabbits in spring, don't you? (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, No, that's not true. I've never eaten a rabbit because it's spring. Um, I thought it's probably because rabbits shag loads. What does it mean they shag loads? They have a lot of sex. Yeah, so they create a lot of life. On a full volume members area thing episode the other day, we spoke about pandas going extinct, which means like there are no more of them. And I thought that's the complete opposite of rabbits, isn't it? It's the complete opposite, yeah. Those rabbits, they do everything to keep going. So let's just show some respect to the rabbits, okay? Yeah, okay. Well, who was disrespecting them? Uh, You, by eating them. I'm a, I'm a semi-vegetarian, so... Um, and before we go, I've just got one study, okay? I don't know how I found this, but it said 76% of Americans think that ears of the chocolate bunny should be first eaten. First thing I thought is, who is doing that study? Who gives a flying shit about uh, and, what part of the bunny to eat first? So when I say a flying shit, I mean, who cares? And who's answering that? Uh, if, you, if you see that in a quiz... Uh... Just just move on. Exactly. It's probably one of those Harvard studies that we often read on this show. I don't know what they do. They're fucking mm. wasting time. Go and get a job. You wouldn't get that at Cambridge or Oxford, would you? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Anyway, as always, Dan, I'm going to finish with some advice, okay? Mm-hmm. Please put a like on our page <laughs> and remove your like from Pizza Express, okay? I'll do that. And um, if everyone else likes the page... <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it if we get another 30 likes this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will keep you informed. Anyway, thanks a lot for your time. Yeah. I'll see you later. See you later. Okay. So that was Dan, the man and me speaking about Easter. Let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. One thing I forgot to mention when we were speaking about Judas is that we say that for anyone that betrays someone for example if dan left the podcast for another podcast i would say you judas Uh, i imagine people do that in other languages too but we also do it in english anyway so we had embrace again when i said to embrace mistakes like to accept them Um, Dan said that the book 1984 was a bit of a slog so if something is a slog it's hard work Sometimes it's a bit of a slog speaking to Dan. We also had the term a year down the line when I was talking about Dan putting like on the Facebook page. If you say something down the line, it means in a certain amount of time. In this case, I said a year down the line. And we also had a nice phrase when I said your enthusiasm is infectious. That's quite obvious. We had the phrasal verb look into something. When I said let's look into it in a bit more detail. Let's do some more research, let's say. We also had the phrasal verb, it didn't turn out like that. Just try and memorise that phrase, it didn't turn out like that. To say basically that's not what we expected. That is real rock and roll grammar. But just remember that phrase, otherwise it can get a bit complicated. These bastard phrasal verbs really need context. So don't try and invent context, just steal this context. Um, We had treading on dangerous ground, which is like moving into dangerous territory, let's say. 
Um, when we were talking about the value of the pound, I said it shot down, so it decreased rapidly. Good for IELTS writing, that is, if you're interested, part one. If you don't know what I'm talking about, ignore me. Um, we had the term, my time has come. If your time has come, unfortunately, it means you're going to die. <coughs> Sorry. Um, we had not fussed when I said you wouldn't be fussed about what you were eating. You wouldn't be bothered. You wouldn't be interested, let's say. What are we doing tonight? I'm not fussed. It doesn't matter. I'm not interested. We had moan. We had that a few times, which is complain. A very common phrasal verb on this show is bring something up. Dan was trying to bring up the fact that I didn't eat a lot when I was a child. And I said, Dan, don't bring this up. Let's not talk about this. We had an altar boy. So the altar is the thing of the church, like the big table, let's say. And an altar boy is the person that helps the priest. You can also get altar girls now, I believe. Um, we had put a downer on something. If someone puts a down on something, they bring the atmosphere down, make it a difficult atmosphere, let's say. If you have a party and someone breaks their leg, oh, that, that's put a bit of a downer on the party. We had slip out. If you slip out of a room, you quietly go, like Judas. And we had give yourself away. If you give yourself away, you reveal a secret, let's say, unintentionally. If it's my birthday, for example, and I see you with a cake in your hand, I say, well, you've given it away. Now I know you're buying a cake. The secret has been revealed. And we had the phrase of a paid off when Dan said him practice paid off. That means it was worth it. There was value in it, let's say. You can say, for example, all the practice I did paid off it was worth it we had get nicked if you get nicked you get arrested but be warned that is real english slang it's not rude it's just very slang so don't use that in formal writing for example we had the term down if you down wine or you can down anything it's just to drink very very quickly like duk, 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 like that that is to down something we had the word fuzzy when this i said the story gets a bit fuzzy it gets a bit unclear let's say in the show i mentioned that after a night out of drinking often you can say my memory is a bit fuzzy we had the word shag when we said rabbits shag a lot which is have sex we had um, become extinct if something becomes or goes extinct it finishes like animals are no longer let's say and i said who gives a flying shit about which part of the bunny to eat first basically saying who cares but obviously in a more informal way anyway remember all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com and if you want the transcript rockandrollenglish.com slash full volume anyway to end today's show i thought we could listen to dan's favorite hymn as a tribute to dan not that he's dead or anything just a tribute anyway have a great week and most importantly, just keep on rocking, baby. <laughs>